Hello everyone, welcome to the CBC. I'm your secretary. That was something, man. Yep. Hello, know. everybody, and welcome to another episode of He's a Kiefer. I'm your host, Jaden Cron, and the, the raving lunatic is your other host, Zachary LaDuke. Hey. And this week, we are uh, we're talking about I Trust You to Kill Me, a 2006 uh, rockumentary. Ooh. <laughs> about uh, Kiefer Sutherland and this band called is it Rocco DeLuca or is it Rocco DeLuca and the Burden and the Burden was the band Rocco DeLuca yeah. has since gone on to do many things without this band yes um in the intervening years he is now a solo artist and he was a solo artist before this band but yeah. this is a snapshot into the period in, in his career when he was in a band yep and Kiefer Sutherland was there yeah so basically this this uh movie it it's uh filmed over the course of like their first big tour so Kiefer Sutherland at uh towards the end of filming um 24 I guess this was before they got they did the extra two like last seasons um Mm. because this was back when they were still back in LA um he had heard this band somewhere and he's like these guys are good and he had started a label and so he wanted to sign them Basically, he became their tour manager, and they did a tour in Europe, mm-hmm. and they got a guy to come along with them to do a uh, documentary. Yeah. And that is this. That is this. Um, this is that. If it sounds like there's a weird tension between the parts with Kiefer Sutherland and the parts with the band, it's because there is. There very much is. Um, and I mean, honestly... I think that that weird tension kind of works. I, yeah. I feel like even, like, the filmmakers just kind of like, look, man, I, I don't really know. Yeah. I think it was, like, big I mean, Yeah, also just, like, the... It kind of, like, just the band themselves having to deal with, yes, we want to be a legitimate band. Yes, Kiefer Sutherland is. Yes, he's here. Yeah, that's him, but... <laughs> Hey, we make legitimate music. Yeah, yes, I know that's the twenty four guy. Yeah, yep. yeah. Would you listen to the music, please? Jack Bauer. Yeah, he's he's. We all love him. Anyways, here's a cool song. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a. It, it's it's an interesting thing because you know it's one of those like road like road tour documentaries, but it's got the thing of like the manager is this super famous actor and the band is some indie band. Yeah. So like. You know, you get moments where, like, they have a show with two people in the afternoon. Uh, like, they have two tickets sold, so Kiefer Sutherland just goes around the streets and just like, hey, I'm Jack Bauer, you should come to this show. Yeah. It's very good. They uh, they go places, they do some things. Um, what did you think of the sec? Oh, uh, you know, I'm a sucker for these style documentaries. I just like... I just like, you know, like a one guy going along with some people and like finding the story. Um, yeah. So I, I had fun with it. And also there's some just some classic Kiefer clips. I did not know yes. that they came from this. Like, yeah, I knew nothing about this going into it. Yeah, like, absolutely. Um, yeah, what do you think? I, I agree with you. Uh, I think my biggest caveat is I was really out of it by the end. Yeah, um, no, that's totally fair. I think... They could have cut out, like, one of the sequences 
in my mm. opinion, but also that's that's my taste. And that it's, I mean, it's really cool to see. Um, mostly, it's mostly really cool for Kiefer Sutherland uh, to see he him in some semi-vulnerable spaces, you know. Yeah. Um, in this weird, very low-budget documentary. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, from what I can tell, it was a guy with a handy cam. Yeah. And a mic. Uh-huh. And a dream. Yeah. Um, the, it starts, so it's, it starts where, uh, before the tour, they're on set yeah. of 24, and that was fun to be back in CTU. Mm-hmm. I was hoping we see a little Tony Baloney. We did not, unfortunately. No. But we did see, I can't have you seen the seasons with Audrey in it? No, no, okay. Zach, I've only seen what you and I have watched. No, together. but I don't remember if she's, I think she's in oh. season four. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it was, was kind of cool. And there's a part where like the big 24 director, I can't remember his name, John, mm, yeah. uh, something or other. He's there and he's like, you know, if you knew Kiefer, you know, he's not the most organizational guy. <laughs> yeah. You're like, hell yeah, I get it, buddy. Just <laughs> go to Europe. Blast. Have a, have a bit of a, uh, third consecutive midlife crisis in a row man i don't know <laughs> at age 39 hell yeah yeah uh. yeah the band is i mean i like the music i like yeah the the, what, what we heard it was pretty good you know yep. they got some uh it's it's like that very very like mid-2000s indie rock kind of thing mm-hmm. which is i dig so yeah um yeah the uh although i gotta say um, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure I could dig, uh, Rocco to Luca's Va, or at least just like whenever yeah. he was trying to make a statement about something. Yeah, it was just so general, bland. It was very washy, like very. Uh, you know, like it's just I'm angry. You know, we all have this anger. It's like universal anger. Just, just I'm angry like at it, my man. mom. It's just you know. how it is. It's cry for help. Whoa, that's so yeah. real. Yeah. You know, it's about the rock music. We're not doing a rock show for dinner theater. I man. mean, that was fair. Though, that was man. pretty funny though. There's a part where they're in, uh, they're in Germany, and they're at this restaurant, and they show up. They're like, "Hell yeah, let's get it going!" And then <laughs> it's just like in the middle of like a family restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Was it, some... was that the one that was called a white trash fast food? Yeah, that was called white trash fast food. Hell yeah! Um, and just like the, <laughs> just everything about that place, man. But, but then the basement was like this, like super cool venue that like a rock show would be played at, and then up above where they were supposed to be playing, it's just like it was like a pub, but not even like a good like. Yeah, like they had like the tables set out, like it looked like a church dinner theater. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, so this is I did not realize that this is where this came from, but this is where the the key for uh key for you're a pirate man video comes from. Yeah. Yes. That was I mean That was a surprise, a welcome one to be sure. Uh for um, those of you who haven't seen it, you should. It's uh it's it's, it's a this clip. famous clip. Kiefer Sutherland uh, at, at a party and the, the person holding the camera says, hey, Kiefer, you're a pirate man 
And he says that would explain everything. And then he just fully just dives into a Christmas tree. Yeah. It's very good. <laughs> it is very good. And then, like, even throughout the rest of the documentary, he has to kind of reckon with this. <laughs> like, what am I doing? The cameraman's just like, so you're gonna have a, uh, are you gonna have a Christmas with a Christmas tree ever again? And he was like, no, never again. <laughs> like, uh, why do you let me film these it. things? Uh, aren't famous people usually private? He's like, you know, man, it, like it doesn't reflect well on my family. That's not fair to them. Yeah, <laughs> I think one of my favorite parts is when Giver's just like, you know, people would look at me and say, ah, uh, what a what a coddled, you know, what a what a privileged prick this guy is. Honestly, yeah. I'm right there with you, bud. I'm right there with you. Pretty good, like, damn, what's going on? Yeah, like, this is... Like, it's about the band, but it's about Kiefer, really. Yeah, it's a really awkward movie, and I love that. Um, Yeah. Because you just have these, like, you know, late 20s (laughs) rock people just... In Germany, so a lot of them have never, like, traveled overseas before. And, like, them trying to be like, like, how do I, how do they navigate within this? And there's just all these really weird, like, emotional moments where it just feels like everyone's pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kiefer Sutherland's there. And then I love the part when they're at the the place in, in Ireland and Kiefer's like, yeah, we only have, like, two tickets sold. Oh, yeah. They don't seem to mind, though. And they're like dicking around on the bongos on stage yeah. or whatever those the large drums were um and Kiefer's just like massaging his forehead yeah. was good. that was pretty good like yeah it's like, well, yeah I mean, you're the tour manager bud that's your job yeah <laughs> just um so are we gonna are we gonna talk about the rabbit yeah probably okay. So we should probably talk about the rabbit. <laughs> so we should talk a little bit about the rabbit. So there's so the first time I spotted the rabbit was in their first venue, which was the place in London. Mm. I think it was called Borderline. It's there's uh, like there's that. a shot of them of like the crowd, and for a second you just see this like person in a money suit, and you're like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, and then he keeps coming up, and he's yeah. never dressed, and like yeah. So, so clearly they just brought a bunny suit around with them yeah what's that about because there well there's points where you can see the bunny suit like promoting the shows yeah and then but then for the rest of the movie he's just it looks like it's just some guy in a costume yeah was it Kiefer in the costume we'll never (laughs) listen he read that book he read he read the you know how to be an actor book that's true he decided to, to try it that's true yeah um there's a part where like the rabbit, the person in the rabbit suit just grabs somebody's butt. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, the rabbit's like dancing with huh. someone, and then like the camera's just like on on the butt, and then it pans up, and they're like laughing, like ooh, and, <laughs> and the rabbit, well, being a, a whole rabbit costume, like. A helmet, you know, it's it's just staring into the distance because it's a rabbit costume and can't emote. Yeah. It reminded me of, uh, I can't remember which Green Day album it was, but there was, like, mm. a, they had, like, the, an imagery of, like, a rabbit costume, you know, exactly like that. So yeah, what's up, with, 
What's the deal with rabbit costumes? This is what this is my tangent because I'm not sure how much more content we can get out of this uh, movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like for real though. What what's the deal um, with rabbit costumes? I feel like they're in a lot of things. Like there's yeah. like Donnie Darko, Ooh, and they're yeah. just kind of this. I would argue this, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's basically it's borderline. Yeah, 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 borderline that kind of that similar kind of. And it's it's always kind of tattered, and it's almost always a rabbit. Um, yeah, it's just like I guess it's this weird juxtaposition between oh it's it's playful, but then it's usually so tattered. I don't know. Anyway, I it's... guess maybe people have it for like for Easter. Mmm. Yeah. 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 You never know. These these rabbit costumes they just get made, man. Government just, just the government just buys hundreds. The government of them. doesn't want you to know. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the part where Kiefer doesn't like food. That was fun. Honestly, it's a bit of a mood. He's just like you know, like he's like in, they're in Iceland, right, for Christmas, and they're at like a, a pub or something, and someone's like, "Here, you should try this goose," and he's like, "No, I'm not that hungry." But like just before that, he's like, "You know, I just I don't like food," and the, the guy, the camera guy's like, "What?" and he's like, "You know, I've always just kind of been like, you know, pizza and burgers. That's good enough. I don't I'm not very <laughs> yeah. into, into food." Like, so I guess the man just isn't into food. What does that mean? <laughs> I kind of get that. Uh, yeah, I, I do too, but... Uh, yeah, it's just funny when these people are just beseeching him to try their goose. <laughs> like, he's just... like, no, no, just give me a minute. And they're like, no, you gotta have it now. And he's like, no, give me a minute. The goose has been cooked, my friend. Yeah. Also, those two, like, those those fellas had to be teenagers. Like, yeah. after the Iceland part, who were just, they're just cursing and... Yelling into the into the camera, they're like, "Whoa, this band is great!" It's like you weren't even at the concert, man. Whoa. <laughs> but they're like, "Yeah, very clearly, <laughs> teenagers, like <laughs> kings." Like I feel like, oh, it was scary how relatable the way they acted was, <laughs> you know? <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. Um. Oh. oh, do you remember the the I? Do you remember like there's? I think it's one shot. But in the pub in Iceland, the Santas. Yeah, all the Santas. That was pretty good. Who were just like, just, just there, just, man. They were just dudes with red hats. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I mean, you gotta celebrate. Gotta celebrate Christmas. Um, yeah. Yeah. It also the one of the other really good parts from the documentary is when they get to London and they get to their venue in London, and it's just locked. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like. Damn. <laughs> it's the first venue. Yeah, like... <laughs> and then they get in, and they're like, uh, wait, there's another band playing? Cheap yeah. Motel, never heard of them. And it turns out they had they said, you know, uh, it's uh, the band's Rocco De Luca and The Burden, and we need a cheap hotel. And they heard uh, the band's Rocco De Luca and Cheap Hotel. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> they just Good. weren't the right name. Uh, is it a Kiefer, though? I'd say yeah. I'd oh, say wait, so. hold on. Actually, sorry. Yeah, I, I feel One... like there was... I was surprised, because I saw... Uh, actually, now that I think about it, there's still stuff to talk about. Yeah. Kiefer's phone. That's the most important story arc in this yeah. whole movie. Yeah, that's true. He loses his phone, 
but uh-huh. he never loses the charger, and that's really he never loses. The that char- really is that's resonant. You know, it's like well, you think it is. Yeah. Sometimes you, you lose, you lose the you lose the thing that connects you to people, but you never lose a source of power to restore. What I mean, I was. It's just like <laughs> this is cruel irony of the world. Yeah, of, you know, I, 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 of course I'm going to lose the really expensive thing to replace that has you know contacts and stuff on it not the not the worthless charger and um, you know this is this is like 2006 so everything has a proprietary yeah. charger so even if he gets a new phone he can't use that charger yeah yeah um yeah also like the um the part when he like he just seems miserable in a lot of this movie yeah i'm not gonna lie like <laughs> I mean that's that's one reason why I found it interesting is it's just this this just real look at this man and his life and yeah just trying to do something other than twenty four yeah because like this is like his you know his first like he's trying to like he's thirty nine you know he's been doing this show for like six seasons now yeah ten ten months a year mm-hmm yeah yeah I'm I'm so. I think another thing that was great about this movie was it really makes you happy about his his um, solo career, mm-hmm. his, his career as a musician, and yeah, that he found. I mean, hopefully, I would assume that being a musician is meaningful to him because yeah, nah, he's just in it for the money. He's just in it for the money. Classic Kiefer. Classic. I mean, I do again. I love the parts in, in this where he says, "Yeah, you know, there's things I've done yeah. as an actor just because I thought it would make people like me and." Those are the things I regret the most. Hmm. Now. And, you know, as someone, <laughs> as someone who has seen a lot of the choices he has made as an actor. Yeah. I think not, I agree. Yeah, not not entirely uh, difficult to uh, to think about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, uh, what I would have loved is if um, the guy who did the documentary would have mm-hmm. followed Kiefer on his uh, European tour. Yeah. Last year. Make that would have been fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we um, need we need him back together. <laughs> yeah, who is this guy? Um, Mark. What else has he Mark- done? Manny Boyer. Yeah, it's also f- funny because like the way we watch it, like he's the guy who uploaded it. Oh, what's it? Oh, yeah, I guess he just uploaded. Like, this it is straight him. from the source, like like King. Yeah. Um, he's done a movie called Family Pictures. Hmm. Uh, yeah, he's done a lot of. He's done a few like foreign language things so yeah yeah i don't know has he done anything recently oh he did one yeah family pictures that was last year good for him he's still good working for him. this was the second good movie stuff. that's pretty big mm-hmm. um, um i i do love at the end first off the part when we we already mentioned the the debacle at uh white trash fast food <laughs> but what really is the crowning part of this is that they're like we gotta get Kiefer, man. We we do not know what is oh, going yeah. on. We need to call Kiefer, and then it just cuts to Kiefer at a restaurant, just being like, you know, it's nice to have a night off from the fellas. Yeah, pizza in Germany. Am I right? <laughs> am I right? Uh, this is what it's all about. Yeah. This is just funny, like imagining the, like the the guy who filmed it, just like walking between these yeah. two. <laughs> These two situations being like, all right, uh, sorry guys, I'm gonna go check on Kiefer. Like, <laughs> like you, wait, what? 
story is. You know, like the story story wise, I don't. So yeah, I am an observer. I've you know prime directive and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, like, can we talk? What, what was it? Mark was his name. Uh, the bassist, the one with uh, the blonde hair, the blonde. Maybe one. the one who looked like um, Rupert Grint. Yeah, I was thinking more. Um, uh, he definitely had other vibes in my head, but I, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the part when he's just, the guy's just yelling at him to yodel. Oh. Uh, <laughs> at the Christmas party where Kiefer tackles the tree, like yeah. What was that? We've all done it. Yeah, we've all been there. Um, Sometimes you just gotta get a man to yodel. Or when they're at the, when they're at the Berlin Wall and they're all like yeah. trying to come up with something important to say, <laughs> and it just means nothing. Or like try and be like satirical and funny, man. Like yo, know, they 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 broke down the wall so you could get a McDonald's in East Germany. Am I right, fellas? Yeah. If everything's going to plan, they'll get a Walmart. <laughs> they do. They the do McDonald's. They do Starbucks, and they do Starbucks, Walmart. And it's all it. the same joke. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I mean, again, it, it's the it's the. It's the fact that they're so clumsy and awkward yeah. and just have nothing really to say that that makes it endearing almost. Yeah. Like, and that most of the music, that all the music in this movie, I would assume is their music, which mm-hmm. drastically helped because if it had any freaking like, I don't know, generic. If if it had had uh, Born uh, Born to Be Wild twice in it, like certain yeah. other movies, you know, went to bed as good. I would have gone. I would have had to say no more. Bye-bye. Um, what I like about this movie is just there's there's no real plot to it. Like, yeah. you know, everyone's like, oh, but you, you know, even if you're making a documentary, you have to have a clear beginning, middle, and end. And this man had the bravery to say no. And yeah. I genuinely do respect that. It's just, it's just yeah. here's Kiefer. It's just... He wanted to bring this band on tour. And he does. But there's no, I mean, I guess I just, no, that's not a bit, that's just the beginning. And then he does it. And then it just ends. Yeah, and there's no real arc, but it's still you still leave having f- felt like feeling satisfied. Yeah, it's more like there's a part where Kiefer Sutherland um, talks about sometimes you don't know what what is it something about like you don't know why you're doing something mm. when you're doing it, you just kind of have to go through with it. Like yeah, and that's that was a good good quote to highlight. Yeah. I think um, also it's really funny that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, because at, at the end of the movie, it says Kiefer Sutherland was yeah. fired from being there. So does that mean, like, he was legitimately fired? Or was nice. it like a, ha-ha, he was fired, as in he didn't really want to do the job anymore? Or, like... Because, because... I mean, they they worked together again, because um, he, like, after the band broke up, uh, uh, like, they did, um, like, a... Uh, Luca and one of the other guys um, uh-huh. toured together, and hmm. they did. Basically, I think they did a song for the Twenty Four movie. Oh, uh, huh. and Kiefer Sutherland also directed one of their music videos. Interesting. That's cool. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this is a very nice. Yes, it's, yeah, a, Kiefer. it's a Kiefer. Go watch it. It's on Vimeo. It's free. It's fun. It's got you some know. solid Kiefer. Got some solid Kiefer. Good, good tunes. 
Yeah. Good mood food. Mm-mm, good. We're moving on to trivia, though. Um, oh, boy, yeah, jeez. Because there's no, you know, there's no uh, tagline. So here we go. Trivia. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland was Rocco De Luca's, uh, Rocco De Luca's and the Burden's uh, tour manager. After the tour and documentary were over, however, he was sacked as their tour manager. Wow. <laughs> Good. Amazing. Uh, it's a thing that is literally said in the movie. The world premiere for this music documentary was held at the Nashville Film Festival. Wow, what a fun trivia fact. Let's move on to Amazon reviews before I fall asleep. Okay, uh, bad news, Zach. <laughs> bad news, Jaden. Um, I don't have a ton here, so... Yeah. These are just legitimate reviews. That there's no... Here we go, here we go. BBD. Five-star review. It would have been five stars. <laughs> I absolutely loved this rock, you. It had me laughing for quite a while and made me a huge fan of Rocco De Luca and the Burden. They're a legit band. I'm driving three and a half hours to see them open up for someone next month. This is from 2007, by the way. Ah. It takes you through the normal trials of an up-and-coming group. Well, as normal as you can be with Kiefer Sutherland as your tour manager, the pub parties afterwards, and then on to the hotel antics. Plus, there's a random person in a pink rabbit costume. Come on, what's not to love about that? The bonus, a bonus from this film was that after a decade and a half of fearing Kiefer Sutherland for his role in The Lost Boys, my brother, older brother forced me to watch it as a youngster, and I was afraid of the dark for years yes. to come. I can finally watch 24 without freaking out. It's basically his antics and wholehearted efforts to get the band out there that make this movie worthwhile, but that's no slight to the Rocco and the boys. If you're a fan of theirs, you'll definitely enjoy all the live sets they show. They're phenomenal, no matter if people actually show up and dig the music or not. I wish they would release a soundtrack to this movie using the live sets from the venues. The only downside about it was the annoying filmmaker slash director, Manu Boyer, bracket SP question mark? Bracket? <laughs> Some of his questions were just random and didn't make a whole lot of sense slash put people on the spot. I think that's reflected in some of the band members and Kiefer Sutherland's responses because there are times when it's just so stilted it makes you cringe. That's what makes it good, BBD. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's Come the on. fun part of it. Other than that, it's top this quality and it was a worthwhile purchase. But I got it when it was first released. I caught it on VH VH1 and had to have it for myself. So it was a little more pricey. The cost should have gone down by now though, so I would highly recommend it. Thank you, BBD. This one's from Amazon Customer. So one star review. A huge yeah. waste of. It's so scratched that I can't watch it without a whole lot of skipping. A huge waste of money. Dang. Hold on. Is that is that the sound of me scratching the bottom of the barrel? Wait a minute. Okay, I got one more. It's from <laughs> uh what? No okay, you go. I got one after. Okay. Kindle customer. Three stars. Exactly what it was represented to be a review of. Exactly what it was represented to be. A review of a band. To be a review of a band with Kiefer Sutherland. Not my kind of music, but kind of neat. Got to see the people side of the star, which is what I wanted. Thank you, Kindle customer. So we have one from Mark Jordan. Okay. One star. I trust you to kill me. This Ooh. is not a movie. It is not an action film about Kiefer Sutherland trusting somebody to kill his character. It is a documentary about a rock band. I hate it. 
and we'll never trust the seller again. Damn. Thank you, Mark Jordan. Bye-bye, dude. <laughs> that was pretty good. Pretty good. Wow. Uh, Honestly, for, I, uh, I'm ready to call quits on, on Amazon reviews, but you know, okay. if you got... If you got that stuff, if you got... I got the secret sauce. It's called... Uh, Hell yeah. It's called X-Men uh, Five Actors Considered to Play Wolverine. So here we go. Here, here we're at the Kiefer News desk. Very light week in Kiefer News this week. Um, yeah. So we got an article from Screen Rant. Once again, still waiting, you know, still waiting to hear back from them. <laughs> Any day mm-hmm. Um, the, the way this article is written is so weird. It's like mm-hmm. X Men, five actors considered to play Wolverine, and four for Storm. Number wow. nine of nine, Wolverine, Russell Crowe. Okay, it's just, it's just like it, then it just, it's just the name goes back and forth between Wolverine, Russell Crowe, Storm, Mariah Carey. Yeah, <laughs> like I've seen thing. a bunch of top nines that are exactly like that. Yeah, uh, but then it's also more people just sometimes in it because mm. Kiefer Sutherland. Was apparently, because hmm. so you go down to number three of nine, Wolverine, Vigo Mortensen. Okay, um, wait, sorry, I haven't opened this up yet. Actually, I was. Uh, and then in it, it it also okay. uh, says that other people but... were that were looked at were include Aaron Eckhart, uh, hmm. Mel Gibson, which hmm, hmm? wait, Jackie Earl Haley, Edward Norton. Gary Sinise, Kiefer Sutherland, and Jean-Claude Van Damme, which I would watch. Kiefer Sutherland isn't even in the actual list? No, he's just on part of, like, on another. Also, but go down, go down to the bottom. Okay, give me a sec. (laughs) Bob Hoskins. I didn't even know James... Unrealized Wolverine and the X Men. That's nuts. I knew he did a Spider Man movie. I didn't, or he was going to do a Spider Man. I had no idea he was working on a Wolverine movie. But apparently, Bob Hoskins was going to be Wolverine, and and that's amazing. So we were robbed of that. I also love if you uh, go up to the top. I love this this image that they yeah, just it is said, pretty good. This is the one because whose face is that on Wolverine? Is, is that Bob Hoskins? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, that must be. That's got to be him. Okay. And then Janet <sighs> Jackson, but her eyes are just badly photoshopped to be white yeah, like Storm. Like Storm, and she's got some lightning coming out of the tip of her finger. Very, also very poorly done lightning. Yeah, this, this is one of those rant, awful If you hire me, it will look better, so. Yeah, that's true. Uh, huh. Well, I mean, this, I'm looking at what this author's also done wait i feel like we've looked at this guy what this guy's written before oh ben, ben sherlock. sherlock that does sound familiar i don't know I'm uh not... yeah i feel like we've... he has 106 pages of of articles we've... so you yeah. know i feel like i've seen this guy I feel like i might have i might be dodging a bullet yeah uh so what movie are we watching next week uh give me one god dang second and i'm i'm still thinking of it there's a lot of movies we have yet to watch, my boy. There are a lot of movies. Okay. It's been said. I, uh, I'm here now. Okay, we can watch um, Mirrors. Mirrors. Or. Or. Um, the Mission Amazing Stories. 
the what? The, the mission. Amazing stories. The episode oh, of Amazing let's Stories. Do that. Let's the get mission. Some amazing stories. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. We are gonna have to watch mirrors at some point. You're we gonna will. get spooked. And Ben Carson will be there. Great. <laughs> um, thanks to Kaya for the fantastic, wonderful, and amazing podcast art that she made for us. You can go find links to her other work in the description, where you can also find links to Kim McLeod, who created the song Sax Rock and Roll, which we use as our theme song every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at HKPod and Instagram at HKPodcast. You can leave us a review on iTunes. You can send us a message on it. Just do it. Send us a message on Anchor. Like, literally, stop yeah. listening right now. Go send us <laughs> a message. Then come back and finish the episode. Yep. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, yeah. I've been your host, Andrew I've been your host, Shaden Cron, and this has been He's a Keeper. Bebo Beefer. Bebo. Bebop. Beboobop. Boop boop. Beboobop? No, man. You're thinking of Bebo Boop Boop Boop.